he was just a bad dude all around. We just got him out of her life because uh, she couldn't do it by herself. You're listening to the Black and Blue Podcast, a discussion and celebration of the roles of African Americans and other minorities in U.S. law enforcement. Your host on the Black and Blue Podcast is Dale Peters, a law enforcement professional with over 20 years' experience in the business. Hop on board this Black and Blue train of interviews, current events, and pop culture conversations. So get ready. The Black and Blue Podcast is coming at you right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing again? Once again, my name is Dale, host of the Black and Blue Podcast. Welcome to the interrogation room once again. Um, I got a real special guest coming to you from the state of Texas. Help me welcome in my name, my main man, Monte McMillan. What's going on, man? How's it going? How's it going? Good, brother. How you feeling out there? I'm good. I'm good, man. Blessed. Yeah. So uh, I, I mentioned to the to the audience that you are in Texas, but I didn't mention where. Where are you staying? Where where are you at From right now? Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. H-Town. Yes, sir. Are Are you from Houston or? Uh, I'm originally from Houston. Born, uh-huh. born and raised. All right. Born and raised in the H. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, what what agency do you work for? The Houston Police Department. All right, nice. And uh, what's what's your current at um, uh, assignment over there? Uh, patrol. I am a patrol officer on the Northeast, Northeast Division. Okay. And how, how long you been with Houston? Uh, coming up on, I'll say two and a half years, maybe three. It depends on <laughs> graduation date versus, right. you know, when you start at the academy. But like two and a half years, almost three. All right. So you said yeah. you were in, in what district? The Northern? Northeast. Northeast, Northeast side of town. Okay. Yeah. How many different districts do you guys have? Uh, maybe 13. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Houston's kind of big, right? How how large is your department? Uh, I think we were at like 5,500. Oh yeah. I want to say. Real large department. I mean, but we are, we're small inside. We, uh, I think we need to double that. Our, we, we don't, we don't have enough officers yeah, compared that... to how big our city is. We need uh-huh. to, we should be in the, in the 10,000s. Yeah, yeah, or even yeah. more because LA is about uh, ten thousand, and they need they need you know more cops. Right, you know, right. So you yeah. try to get like New York, where you got like thirty thousand cops. That, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's one on every corner. Yeah, yeah, every corner over there in LA, in the subways and everywhere over there. So yeah, it's different, different. Yeah. So what what drew you to law enforcement? Oh uh, man, going way back to no, nah, not even that far back, maybe. High school, I felt like whatever I wanted to do in life or my career, I wanted to make sure uh, I was helping somebody. Okay. So uh, when I went to college, I was like, whatever field I go into, I want to make sure that uh, I'm able to make somebody's life better than mm-hmm. it was the day before. Right. So uh, I had two choices, and I went towards law enforcement pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you have any mentors that kind of steered you that way? Kind of. Uh, so when I was in college, um, I went to the University of Texas in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started 
going there, I was a kinesiologist, medicine or like a physical trainer. Um, so I knew doing that, I wanted to help people rebuild their bodies and all that, but I kind of wasn't feeling it. Um, and I was kind of like, okay, where do I go to next? Uh, I actually ran into a police officer, a San Antonio police officer mm-hmm. who kind of just talked to me and gave me the breakdown about his everyday job to job just how he do his stuff. And I was like, man, that's, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Right. So uh, and he was in shape too. That's the, that's the two things I needed. I wanted in my job. I wanted to have a job where it kept me in shape mm-hmm. or, you know, I needed to be in shape to, to do my job. And secondly, I wanted to make sure that I was able to change somebody's life for the better. So law enforcement was, was what I wanted to do. So that next day I changed my, my uh, degree from uh, my major from what was it? I think kinesiology to criminal justice. Okay, all right. That was it. Yeah, that's how that worked out. Did you finish over there? I finished in San Antonio uh, back in 2015. Nice. Uh, got my bachelor's degree, and then uh, I had a choice whether to stay in San Antonio um, since I had already did the. Uh, the, uh, I was already an intern with San Antonio Park Police, so I kind of knew the city just a little bit, or to move back to Houston and join HPD. Uh, and I decided to come back home, be with my family, and and uh, and then do it that way. All right. Yeah. And then uh, two and a half, three years later, here you are. Here I am yeah. after the trials and tribulations and yes, all that, the ups and downs. Here I am, finally a police officer. All right. What I want to do. Yeah. Now, do you guys roll solo solo cars or you got a partner? We, uh, so right now, during this whole uh, corona pandemic, right. uh, it's, it's two man. Everybody's two man. We're partnered up. Um, they kind of want you to stay with that partner. Um, don't, they don't switch us around or anything. So I've been so, rolling with the same guy for so like you, you mm, get sick, three you months. get sick too, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, so, so it's, it's small, it's contained. That's what they're thinking. They can keep it contained. Yeah. You know, if, if he gets sick, I get sick. We both just go home and, and nobody else really has to deal with that. But if you're switching people around and you don't know who, who right. got it, you know, so right, that's right. how it is. But w- when I started, I was solo. Um, I think I rolled solo for like the first six to eight months mm-hmm. before uh, I kind of just partnered up. We kind of just, you know, clicked. It was like, hey, y'all, we want to ride together? And then every day we would ask. And now we, I guess, permanently partners or whatever. So it's nice. cool. How, how's the uh, COVID-19 coronavirus hit your department? You got a lot uh, of injuries, so, sicknesses? Or? I think we have, I'm not mistaken, I think the number for our department is eight, maybe eight to 10 confirmed okay. cases, officers. Uh-huh. Um, Anybody die from it? Not in our department, no. That's good. Nobody, yeah. that's nobody good. has passed away from it. Um, so that's the thing. They've just been quarantined. Um, and just, I think we have maybe one or two people that's kind of in the hospital. That's in the hospital. Hospital. Everybody else is at home mm-hmm. just being quarantined or whatever. So, um, but as far as the way the, the policies worked, I mean, first, like a, a month ago, it was... Hey, we just gonna when you run your calls, just be six feet away from people, you know. And uh, 
if you can do the report over the phone, do it over the phone. And right. it went from that to, hey, guys, we're going to have to wear masks when we're talking to people. And then it went from that to, hey, guys, masks and gloves on every scene, every car you go to, every interaction with somebody, mm-hmm. it needs to be masks and gloves. Mm-hmm. And now just this past week is masks, 24 hour, all eight hours of the shift. So even when you inside the car with your partner, you better have your mask on. Wow. You can't take it off for the entire shift. Right, That's how they right. want us now. You yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. it's it's kind of, it's a change and it's, it's getting like, you know, yeah, crazier and crazier. That's crazy yeah. though, man. I mean, how do you how do you breathe and operate with a mask? Right, right. For eight, I you know. guys work eight tens or twelves. We work. I work eight. Okay, so how do you uh-huh. do that for eight hours? You know, you gotta. Yeah, it's oh, hard. Hold on, man. I, let I me switch. let me pull this up because you know it sucks up when yeah, you're trying yeah. to breathe so, and talking. We use these. These are, I guess, the, the N95s. The N95s. Yeah, we use these on scene with people. This is what this is what I do. I use these when I'm out talking to people, and then when I'm in the car with my partner, I change to the more comfortable, kind of breathable one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I got different ones that I use. Are, are, uh, are those teams on there? What what, what we got uh, on there? Yeah, man. You know, I got a rep. I got a rep the Houston Houston yes. Rockets. Oh man, come and, on uh, now. The Astros, you know, uh, I got to... Really? The, the cheating Astros? The, the Astros. I mean, we wasn't the first one. Now, <laughs> just the first one Just because we got caught. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, I, I gotta, you talking I to, you talking to Laker Dodger country over here, so... Oh, yeah, so yeah. We, we, uh-huh. Yeah, they yeah. taking it hard over here with the Astros mm-hmm. and the Dodgers. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I already know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how you how you keeping in shape now? With uh, the gyms are still closed uh, over there, right? It's hard, man. It's so hard, man. You see, I I got the pull up bar yeah, see back there behind me, but because I'm in an apartment right now, so I usually just go downstairs to the gym. Um, and it used to be easy. I used to just get off work, change clothes, go right downstairs, and get my workout in. But now, uh, I get home and it, it's hard for me because they got the TV right there, yep. uh, the PlayStation, and it's so tempting just to you know, unwind by that. And then I look up and it's 12, one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Oh, I, I'm not about to work out now. Right. Right. You know, yeah. so it's kind of hard workouts. And I'm, I see on YouTube or on Instagram, they got a lot of these fitness people mm-hmm. giving advice about different home workouts you can do. I don't know. I'm just not motivated. It's hard, but it I, I've just started running yeah. back. Uh, I got a park. It's called the McGregor park. I'm over here in, in third ward. Uh, that's where I stay at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a McGregor Park right down the road. Um, and I just started running back this this past week. So okay. I, I've been going four days strong, running about a mile, mile and a half. So I'm trying to trying to get my abs back because I, I see I lost <laughs> a bunch of kids, so. Sitting uh, around and eating, huh? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I smell breakfast cooking right now. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so family life. You, you, are you single? You, I, I have a girlfriend. Okay. I have a girlfriend. We're not married, but I yeah. have a girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I yeah. met her in college. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yeah. So we are six years strong right now. All right. Um, mm-hmm. She's a she's in medical school right now, trying to be a, a well nursing school. Nursing she's in nursing school. Okay. Uh huh. So nice. I'm happy for her on that and. Uh, yeah, everything's good. That's good. In the relationship department. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said your your family, your whole family is over there in Houston. 
You got right, sibling, yeah. Moms, everybody dads, everybody you got Houston. Siblings. I have a just me, my mom, my dad, and my sister. My sister, she's older. She's about five years older than me, and she stays in uh, Egypt right now with Dang. her husband. Egypt, yeah, huh? she, she, They moved out there back in 2011 or 12, um, I think. And they, they come back and forth, but she's out there teaching English. Nice. Um, yeah, so shout out to, hey, Desiree. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you'll see this later. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's out there teaching English and just um, living beautiful out there. Yeah, she likes it out yeah. there, huh? She does. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been there? Yeah. I haven't. I, I'm trying to plan a trip as soon as all this stuff is over. Well, I'm, true I'm take a trip out there. Yeah. 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 I was. I was. Uh, I got two weeks coming up, two weeks off in July. But I don't know where I'm going to go. I was yeah. planning on going out there. I had saved up enough money. But now I'm like, mm, I think I'm going to have to stay in the States. Yeah. Just do something. Yeah. Do yeah. something local. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So. So, so what do you like to do when you're not working, though? So it used to be workout, man. That used to be my whole thing. I used to run and work out and all that stuff. But now they so about to kind of slow down on that. Um, I got a PlayStation now. <laughs> uh, I play games. I'm, I'm, what's your, I'm what's on your game? Call of Duty. Call of Duty, Call of Duty is okay. now, yeah. My friends and got me into the, the whole online game and stuff. I got a headset now. And uh-huh. crazy I brought it. I bought it on Black Friday. Uh, this is my first time ever owning the game system. Really? Period. Yeah. And now so, you're hooked. And now I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm hooked. So uh, other than that, you know, I, I like watching uh, Netflix, Hulu's, um, hanging out with friends, having game night. But that's kind of been a halt too. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. just hanging out with my girlfriend, family. You know, that's about it. Yeah. Um, like going to the gun range. Gotta stay, stay up can, on it. Huh? Gotta stay ready, yeah. Gotta stay yeah. ready. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, back to the job. So, you've been on patrol for for a couple years now. Um, mm-hmm. What What do you like most about being on patrol? Um, just interacting with people and helping people. Um, mm-hmm. I know that sounds cliche, but at the end of the day, that's that's what I'm here for. I'm I'm patrol, so I'm I'm here to run calls that people don't want to take. You know. Uh, going to people's houses, they when they call nine one one, they probably having the worst day of their life. So yeah. I'm just here to try to make their life a little better, yeah. uh, make their day a little better. Help them with reports. You know, I make sure that it's detailed. Even if they think it's not going to go nowhere or anything, I still I still make sure that I answer all the questions that they need because they don't know. They don't. They don't know. You know what to do or mm-hmm. they just know call 911 they gonna help me so I just try to make sure that I, I do the best that I can and uh, put a smile on their face at the end of the day absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah so what uh, have you run into anything really crazy on the job there on, uh, on, your, on your time of patrol uh, you know like real dangerous situation that you and you you and your partner got out of that you know afterwards you're like wow that was that was crazy uh <laughs> yeah man well oh man I'm, i can't even think of any right now you're gonna have I'm to come sure, back you to and, me you in h town so i'm sure there's a few i know it's, think it's, right now it's uh man when i tell you every day is, is something different um and i can't even i don't even know what's yeah. considered crazy 
and what's just the norm now, you know, because you right. deal with so much. You deal with so much every day is, I don't know, like people. Um, Gun, guns, dope. Guns, dope, uh, suicidal people um, that just 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 need help. Yeah. Um, we. Now, how's your uh, your homeless population in Houston? It's pretty big. We got we got what the, what's called Tent City. I think y'all LA got LA does uh, maybe yeah. a, a Tent City yeah. maybe. Yeah, it's it's called Skid Row in LA proper, but every city, all of our suburbs around, we all dealing with it. We all dealing with the yeah the the, the transient thing that's going on right now, and and it's a trip because now with this COVID stuff and you know they shelter in place. You know what's the mm-hmm. shelter in place for them? You know because a lot of these shelters. You know, house a whole bunch of people in one spot, so that's kind of like squash. So, right, you know, right. It's it's you know a lot of them now. We just okay. You want to be in the park, be in the park. You know. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think we uh, in our department we got this this thing called Hot uh, the Homeless Outreach Team. Yeah. That kind of works with uh, homeless people. They go out there and make sure that they if they need resources. Because but a lot of people, man, I I, I talk to. On people all the time, and I try to give them help, and they like, no, mm-hmm. this is I, this is just how I want to live. Yeah. you know, I, I choose this life, you yeah. know, and I, I never understand why until I get to talking to them, and it's something about you know family not accepting them, or you know they just they make it better off on the streets. They know the streets better than being at home or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, right, well, yeah. I mean, I really can't help you with that if that's your mindset. Exactly. You know, and a lot of them, unfortunately, is, you know, drug addicted. Right, right. And, uh, and, and mental issues, too, for some of them. But, you know, like you said, a lot of them, they, they just want to live that lifestyle. That's that's what they know. And that's what they they're comfortable. Yeah. With. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, we do them every day, man, every day. Yeah. So where you know them by their first name, I'm sure when I go to work today, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to deal with Johnny and uh uh, what was his name? And Bunny, Johnny and Bunny. Uh, Johnny and Bunny. Huh? <laughs> Johnny and Bunny. Yeah. Okay. Two right. different sides. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in a department of fifty five hundred or so, um, mm-hmm. uh, you, you guys got a lot of uh, African Americans and other minorities. I would assume, right? We do. Yes, we do. We got a. Uh, this is a one of our uh, thing. I don't know if you can read. It. It's called yeah. Afro American. Police officer lead. Uh-huh. So A A P O L. It's a uh, A pole. Uh-huh. That's what we do, and we got pretty much all the members. Even even people that's not African American are members of it, and uh, they help you out, and they and they give back. They give food, uh, especially during this time. They they've been going out and feeding um, different stations with food, you know, just giving back, giving masks and all that type of stuff. So I yeah. really like that. Uh, That's what's up. That's so shout up. out to them. Um, but yeah, and we got a few, a few at Northeast. Uh, what What about your, your admin staff, you know, chief on down, you know, any uh, African-Americans? We have an assistant chief, uh, Finner. He's okay. African-American. Uh, coming on down, uh, my commander, she, uh, female. Nice. Uh, she's African American, uh, and I have a few sergeants. Yeah. Uh, I have a few sergeants as well. Uh, let's see, like two or three of them, and mm-hmm. then officers. Yeah, it's like maybe seven or eight of us on my shift. 
nice. that uh that patrols the the community and the northeast side that's predominantly uh african american and hispanic mm-hmm. you know you rarely see a few white people there but it, it's mostly black and black and hispanic people yeah. so so you got a bunch of hispanics as well uh on the department and and in admin yes okay. uh department for sure admin too yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty much a mix, man. Yeah, it's so, like a melting pot. Honestly. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's that's what I want to get at. There's you know a lot of room for advancement with in minorities, right, right? In your department, you know, you put in the work. It's there for you. It's there for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, sir. Yeah. So so speaking of which, where, where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, maybe a sergeant. Um, I think I I'm able to take the test in 2022. Okay. You got to have at least four years on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the next one comes in 2022. Um, so I'm studying, you know, the geos and, and all the circulars and and, and everything geos like that. Are, geos uh, are general general orders. Okay, just like your department. policies and all that. Right, right. right okay. And uh, you don't want to do anything, any special assignments like dope <sighs> or traffic or anything like that. If anything, um. Probably like some type of homicide or domestic violence or something like that. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of interested in that. I kind of work with the uh, what is it called? Our CERT team, not CERT. Um, our DART, our DART unit. It's a uh, it's for domestic violence. So we actually have like I think on the weekends any domestic violence call that we have, the primary officer still goes out there. It does the initial report, but we also have a secondary unit who has an advisor with them mm-hmm. that's kind of deals with the uh, family violence and uh and they're able to give the victim like services and and all types of different legal counsel and all types of information that that they need okay. to get out of the situation. Nice. Um, and it's beautiful, man. They uh, they know so much. They know so much. They talk to them. By the end of the day, they smile and they like, thank you so much. You know, I really need it. And I, I enjoy seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So you, you look to maybe do something like that in a few right, years right. and then, uh, you know, sergeant as well in five years or so. So, yeah. Yeah. I wish you luck yeah. on that. You know, keep studying those GOs and all that. And, thank uh, you. Thank and, you. And you will definitely be there. So, uh yeah, um, I know we tried to talk about what, what what's the crazy thing you've seen in work. Uh, what what's one of the the more challenging things that you you've encountered at work? Uh, you know, maybe like a case. It could be even like a case that you had to you had to handle. Um, we'll, we'll say it's gratifying that you know you worked it all the way through. Maybe it's a kid that was endangered that you helped, a family that you helped, or anything like that. Going back to. Going back to family violence, um, this lady, this female, she was uh, she was staying in an apartment. Um, she would she would call every day, um, just about her 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 baby daddy and uh, about her about him hitting her or whatever. But she he would never like leave any bruises. Like he knew exactly what to do to kind of get away. He was never there. He was never there when police showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually one day she called our, okay, weird story. Uh, 
he had he stayed with her, but he had another baby mama uh, across the way in the other apartment complex. Um, so he would just move back and forth. Um, one day, I guess he ended up stealing a, a TV from one of the neighbors and hiding it into our victim's house. Uh, we got a call about that. Um, I mean, we found him in there. We got him out. We got to talk to her. We did a report for the family violence on on, on her for him. Um, she had like six kids and uh, we got them all. We got the family to come and take care of the kids while we took her down to uh, so she can file the reports and mm-hmm. do all that. And uh, he went to jail. Um, I just, it was, it was a lot, but it all started from just her making that phone call and it took the whole day. Uh, we were sweating at the end of the day and, uh, but we got the job done. Uh, she got to keep all her kids. Um, he went to jail for family violence assault and a few uh, warrants that he had. Mm -hmm. Um, she got to keep all her kids. She got to keep her place, her apartment. They uh, trespassed him, so he wasn't able to come back to the apartment. He was just a bad dude all around, and we just we just got her, we just got him out of her life because uh, she couldn't do it by herself. And uh, I just think at the end of the day, that's 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 what mattered the most. Yes, yes, sir, absolutely. That's that's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. A lot of these people, yeah, they don't they don't need they need help, I guess you know, and they Someone can't just depend on family. You know, they need somebody else with a little more strength to, yeah. to get them out of so situation push them in the right yeah. direction right 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 because they think there's no way out and right. i let them know yes you have you have a way out you you have a voice you know just got to use it yeah yeah good 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 so uh you know you being you being african-american um how do you think you looked at in, in your community being an african-american cop uh honestly in my community uh I'm looked at as, as a pretty good dude. Like, uh, I'm not gonna say a superhero, but right. I don't, I don't want to, I don't get the uh, what do you call it, like the Uncle Tom comments or anything like that, mm-hmm. because most of my community, I, I went back. I'm from the northeast side of Houston, so okay. I chose this area on purpose because I, I grew up there. Not necessarily like right there but around the area so right. i know the area i know the people right i know how to talk to them so uh when i show up on scene it's 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 like oh okay they kind of get comfortable more reluctant to talk to me yeah um and i i just know i just understand how they're thinking and i'm able to explain why we were here why we're called here and the job that we have to do Right. And by the end of the day, they understand. Oh, I, I, I feel what you're saying. Why, why yeah. y'all ain't say it like that? Why y'all ain't explain it like that? <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah. You know, because yeah. like that's they. It's just the way you just have to. Yeah. I guess let them understand. I talk the way they can yeah. understand. You know. And and that's why it's important to put you know officers in every department that kind of looks like the community which we're serving. So exactly, you know, we can kind of communicate with the people that we're dealing with. Uh, so things don't have to escalate. You know, we could just chop it right. up and, and, like right. human beings. Um, not to say, not to say that you know, white cop couldn't do that with black people, and black people couldn't do that with Asians. But you know, sometimes that familiarity 
is what you know kind of comforts yeah, people a little bit it, exactly it's it's comforting it's comforting to where i'm i'm talking i didn't put you in handcuffs i didn't talk to you in the handcuffs into the yeah. back of my car and we we jamming 97.9 on <laughs> the way to the jail yeah. you know and you and you and you cool with it you like yeah. all right yeah you know I, I did what i did you know I'm, I'm gonna do better you know that type of thing so it's nice yeah i i enjoy i don't think i've had any anybody try to flex up on me or you know i ain't gotten to no fights yeah i've chased people but that was because they was running before i got there or anything like that but i ain't had nobody try to book up to me or or i know how to kind of adapt to my environment or my situation yeah, so where it's stuff. like good stuff good you stuff. know so, so so you mentioned this 97 what what was that station 97 what 979 979 the box what and what are they what are they bump uh Hip-hop and R&B. Okay, hip-hop and R&B. Because I had mm-hmm. to go there because I see you got on the Pink Floyd hoodie on there right there. So Hey, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> now, Pink Floyd, they cool. But I'm just saying, you, you like all genres of music? or? Uh, now, I, honestly, I got this from, uh, I don't even know where I got it from, man. It just feel good. <laughs> it just so. feel good. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, so I'm nah, not gonna put I, you on, I, I, I'm not gonna put you on the spot then and ask you who, the who they are and what what they did and all that. No, no but I know um, the rodeo just passed in Houston, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so I was bumping country music um, the whole the whole month that the rodeo was here until it got canceled by the corona. But yeah, the, I was bumping. Country, I like country music, uh, okay, rap, hip hop, R and B is that's pretty much. Yeah. My go to. Yeah. All right. So all right. Yeah. Country music, huh? Well you are uh-huh. in Texas, so. Yeah. <laughs> you you are in yeah. Texas, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. you you hear every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's how that is. That's good, man. Well, cool, man. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on with me today and, you know, chopping it up. Let me know a little bit about you, letting us know about, you know, Houston PD and mm-hmm, you know, the opportunities mm-hmm. and things that's going on in Houston, man. I, I wish you lots of luck and be safe out there. Um, you know, but before I leave, though, you know, I got a little game I like to play with my guests. Black or blue? 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 All right, so this hey. game is called Black or Blue. All right, it's uh-huh. going to be real simple. I'm going to give you a category. You see it up on your screen there. It's called Hollywood Shuffle. Today, your category is movie titles, all right? So okay. I'm going to describe a movie to you, and you tell me, does that movie have the word black in the title or blue in the title? Sound easy enough? Easy enough, yeah. Easy enough. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's get started. All right, here, here's your first one. Can I pass? Can I pass or what? Nah, I, you, you got to pick. It's 50-50, I gotta black, pick. black okay, or blue. Okay. Black right. in the title or blue in the title? You, you should get this. You should get this first one. Right? Okay. Here's your first one. This movie features Tyler Perry as the grandmother of a woman whose seemingly solid marriage begins to crumble when she discovers that her husband intends to di- divorce her. Black. Black? That is... Yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah. I say yes, ma'am. Out of the house. There we go. Who house? Our house. Exactly. How the hell a man gonna put a woman out of her own house? He might have put me out, but he was gonna put me out of half. I was gonna go in the other half of the house. That's right, Black. That's right. Oh, Diary. Man, yeah. Diary of a Mad Black Woman. You got your first one right. All right. Here's it's my your... mama's favorite movie. Uh, okay. Here, here go your next one. The uh, This movie stars John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd as two brothers 
that try to put their old band back together to save a, the Catholic home where they were raised? Black or blue? Uh, shoot, I guess I'm going to go with blue. Blue? Ah, just guess on that one. We're putting the, the band blues back brothers. together. The Blues Brothers. Forget it. No way. We're on a mission from yeah. God. Yeah, that's an old uh, 70s movie, so you may not have seen that one. But, okay. Uh, all right. Here's your next one. Uh, this movie starring Jessica Jessica Alba and the uh, late Paul Walker. This movie is about a group of divers who find themselves in deep trouble with the drug lord after they come <laughs> upon an illicit cargo of a uh, sunken airplane. Black or blue? Don't go, don't go with blue on that one. Yeah. Into the blue. Into the blue. The hell is this, Jerry? I've seen That's this before. Control, Captain. And now I'm gonna go down and destroy the rest of it. Uh-huh. Uh, he was handcuffed too. Yeah, he was Man, hand- that one was handcuffed. <laughs> right, right. Uh, they they could do anything like that in the movies anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, here, here your next one. Uh, an amusement park employee receives a blow on the head and awakens in the 14th century England. That's all you're gonna give me? That's all I'm gonna give you. Amusement park employee receives a blow on the head and awakens oh, in 14th oh. century England. Oh, Black Martin. Blue. This got to be Martin. What was that? I know that's Martin. Uh-huh. Okay. The Black Knight? Black. Black, yes. Is this Sunday the 5th? I believe it is. 2001. It is the year of our Lord 1328. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, that's a good guess. Crazy. Well, it wasn't a guess because you even knew it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to think about that for a second. Yeah, you did. All right. Here, here go your next one. This movie stars Denzel Washington as a jazz trumpeter who makes questionable decisions in his professional and romantic life. Oh, man. Hold up. I ain't never seen this one. I'm sure you heard of it, though. Oh, man. Denzel. Denzel. Stars jazz. as a jazz trumpeter. Who makes questionable decisions in his professional and romantic lives? I think jazz. I don't know. Jazz. Jazz. I, I, yeah, I'm going to have Trump. to go with the blue. Blue, see? There you Some, go. I got something you. Something with the blues. Oh, better blues. Oh, better blues. Never seen this before. Oh, uh, better blues. So you even said I'm it there for you. i have to check it out. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Spike Lee joint. Spike Lee. Okay, okay. All right, a couple more for you. Here we go. Uh, a strange prehistoric beast lurks in the depths of the Amazon jungle. A group of scientists try to capture the animal and bring it back to civilization for study. Black. Black? Yep. Science couldn't explain it. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Alive in the deep, deep waters of the Amazon. A throwback to a creature that had existed a hundred million years ago. <laughs> Immensely strong and destructive. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's that's real old right there. But you do that, Creature from the Black Lagoon. And here, here go your last one. You should get this one. Starring Chadwick Boseman, this movie chronicles the life of T'Challa, heir to the hidden but advanced <laughs> kingdom of Wakanda, who must step forward to lead his people to a new future and confront challengers from his uh, country's past. Black Panther. Already. Definitely. What about this? The real question is what are the but you don't like my royal sandals. I wanted to go old school for my first day. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it seems like you got most of them right. You only got one wrong, so we gonna call you the winner. All I do is win, 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 win. 
Hey. All right, we back. Cool, cool. All right, man. I appreciate that. You, you did good on that, see? A couple of yeah, those are good yeah. guesses. A lot of them were educated guesses, though. Right, right. Yeah, you, have you to did, go back. Yeah, you did say you watch a lot of Netflix now, right? That's all we yeah, all do. Uh-huh. Right, right. That's <laughs> all right, it. That's yeah, all man. we got. All right, man. Well, again, I appreciate you. You be safe out there in H-Town. And, uh, you know, when the when the Lakers come to town, when, when they finally restart this up, you know, we're going to see what's up between uh, – LeBron and AD. LeBron and, and and all you got is uh is, Westbrook uh, and Harden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that. It's been working out all right, but you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. see when it comes oh, down man, to crunch time. What you think they're gonna do about the season? You know. You know they're talking about trying to restart it, but like like quarantine them, and I don't know how that's work because you know how the, you know how NBA players like to get out after after you know, yeah after the game. I so. think they should. I think they're going to just scrap it, and it's just not oh, going to be a champion this year. Because uh, the Lakers were on pace to be the champion this year. So. I know, but to start uh, up this yeah. this after this long of gap, it's it's not going to feel the same. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's the fundamentals not, not going to be – I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they're talking listening. about giving them you know, a few weeks of training camp and then start it back up just to, just the playoffs. And then uh, – so it's kind of going to be easier for the NBA to start back up but for like, for like uh, baseball – to do a mm-hmm. whole 162 in, in quarantine situations, that that's gonna be tougher. So I that's don't know. I don't, tough, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do. So we'll see. And in football, they you know they they go on business as usual. They think they probably gonna be we gonna be done by what time they start up September. So mm-hmm. so you know they they just they just had the draft this week. So they going on business as usual. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. All right, brother. Again, I appreciate you, and uh, you know have have fun, be safe, and uh, good luck to you in the future. All right. You do the same, man. I appreciate it. Good luck, man. Appreciate that. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this episode of the Black and Blue Podcast. I want to thank my guest, Houston PD's very own Amante McMillan, for stopping by and letting us see behind the curtain of H-Town's finest. I really appreciate you, brother. Be safe. And if you guys out there enjoyed this conversation as well, smash that like button on the Black and Blue Podcast YouTube channel or whatever podcast platform you hear my voice today. And make sure you check out Black and Blue Live. That's the live version of this show where myself and my brand new co-host Elizabeth Green bring on panelists and guests and we discuss various topics. Sometimes we even just chop it up amongst ourselves. So make sure you check that out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Periscope. It's real fun. The Black and Blue Podcast will be back next week with another hard-hitting episode. So Till then, y'all know what to do. Stay black and blue. I'll holla at you. Deuces. This has been a Major D Entertainment presentation.